Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, guys, what is up? Welcome to a new podcast here on the Cycle and Fanatic Podcast Network. A little special edition today. Thursday morning, I was able to catch up with Iowa State women's basketball coach Bill Finley. Uh, early morning for him uh, after the Cyclones beat Kansas and Lawrence on Wednesday night. Made 17 threes. Woo! Uh, on fire. All right, well, so we've got a huge stretch run coming up for the Cyclones with um, a legitimate chance to win the Big 12 championship coming up here over the next week and a half. Coach and I are going to talk about that and a lot more. Before we dig into it, I do want to give a huge shout out to a new sponsor who is stepping up to sponsor Cyclone Fanatics coverage of the Iowa State women's basketball program throughout the month of March, which is so awesome. Um, This means we're going to be traveling and covering them just like we do the men. And that that was the goal for me. And we're really looking forward to this uh, throughout this stretch run here. And the sponsor is our good friends at J-Corp. Now, I had never heard of J-Corp. And funny thing about this, J-Corp Design and Build is actually creating the new office building where our new office at Cyclone Fanatic is going to be located, which is pretty awesome. They pride themselves on being a local design build company. Been around for over 20 years, specializing in multifamily and commercial construction. We've got architects and construction managers working side by side to bring projects from concept to completion in a fast and efficient manner. We're going to tell you all about them throughout the tournament trail. But man, this is so great. And I'm so happy. JCorpDesignBuild.com. And you can check out all their great work. They're big supporters of the Cyclones and Iowa State women's basketball. And they're proud to bring our coverage to you throughout the month of March. And with that, that's a great introduction to today's conversation with Iowa State women's basketball coach, Bill Finley. All right, coach. Well, okay. First thing I wanted to bring up is I was watching your game I've watched it twice already. You'd be proud of me by 9 a.m. I've, I've already, I've, you may as well put me on the staff. I may as well get paid for this. Just skip the second quarter. <laughs> I was watching it from Hilton last night while I was covering the men's game, and then I watched it again this morning. And the one thing that came to me is, so the, the Kansas women are having a phenomenal year. Like, it's they've been a really neat story in the Big 12. I really like watching that team play. I've followed them, and I've been cheering for them along the way. And as empty as that arena was when you guys were there last night, it made me, one, sad for them, but two, really just appreciate what we have at Iowa State. Because the the atmosphere that 
you get it at Iowa State women's basketball game is unrivaled. And I it just I always appreciate it, coach, but it stood out to me last night when I was watching that game because I expected Allen Fieldhouse to be more full than it was to support this team with a top 10 team coming to town. And it just really it didn't translate. And it made me thankful, I guess. What do you have to say to that? No, I think that's true. I mean, they they had a decent crowd for them. And actually, we had a really good cheering section. The whole town of Claflin, Kansas was there. Yeah, it's true. Ryan, so that helps. But you're right. And that's one of the things, Chris, that um, we talk about a lot. As you know, I talk about it all the time. But it really is an easy thing to remind our players of when they go on the road and then compared to what happens when they come to Hilton. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I think those are things that, you know, you, you don't take it for granted, but I think this team or the last few teams, like, well, that's what happens at Hilton. And it always happened that way. And you know how it is just like in your business, you know, you weren't doing this at this level when the first day you started and, you know, it's like, it's, it's a work in progress. And, it, and I tell our players, I tell my staff, marketing and recruiting to me, you do it every day. It's like breathing or you die. Mm-hmm. And we just, the women's game's different. Um, and we have to work hard at it. We have worked hard at it and our fans have responded and it's been, you know, we had a phenomenal crowd for the OU game, which is great. And looking forward to hard to believe we only have two more at home. So yeah. um, hopefully we'll, we'll have a good crowd uh, Saturday and then turn around and play Monday. Well, um, your, your team is – I could see it at the end of last year, Coach, the, there, there there seemed to be some extra buzz. There's You're always supported, but extra buzz. People really enjoy watching this particular group play, and then it's all really come together. I, I, don't, I don't like doing this because you've had so many great teams, but this might be my favorite team to watch that you've had. Like, just the way that they play, the way that they – play for each other and I like watching you too like you I've I've been a long been an admirer of yours and you just look like you're having so much fun out there like it it seems so that's probably why it's flown by right I mean I'm sure you've had seasons where it's like oh man when's this gonna end like am I on to something yeah yeah we have uh no I'm I love this team I love coaching them um uh you know someone told me a long time ago the days go slow and uh, you know, the, the months and years go fast, you know, and you're seeing that with little Cammy and um, you know, that that's life, but this mm-hmm. group has been so much fun. You're right. I think what, you know, the way this season ended last year um, was, was disappointing, but I think our kids learned a lot. Um, and the other thing I think, I, I think people saw our team and they, man, they look like a fun team, but they didn't get to watch them play. Yeah. You know, with the COVID stuff. So I think the idea of, Emily Ryan back and Lexi Donarski back and knowing that Ash was going to break the scoring record and, and then, Oh, and I, now I get to go watch them. Um, and you know, obviously the excitement that's back at Hilton on the men's side too. I mean, basketball is energized. And, and so we've, we've always fed off of that. I'm, I'm proud to say that, you know, I'm the biggest football fan there is. I'm the biggest men's basketball fan there is. I'm the biggest wrestling fan there is. Because when those things are going well, we, we benefit too. There is a residual yeah. impact to that. The fans are excited and they want to – they just want to go where Iowa State's playing. And 
that's certainly been the case this year. We've got a great turnout and uh, really, really appreciate the the commitment our fans continue to make for this group. On that on that note, I'm excited for a little throwback Kansas City. Like this is going to be old school coming up in a couple of weeks. No matter what happens, just to get everybody back together in one spot, it's going to be fantastic. You know, we, we talk about it a lot. And like you said, you know, two years, you know, two years ago, we literally were walking onto the practice court. Mm-hmm. Literally, mm-hmm. I you know, like the kids were like 10 feet from grabbing a basketball. And man, the Big 12 comes running out and shuts the world down. Yeah, right. Right after one of the biggest wins in program history, too. You had all yeah, that Baylor, momentum. Yeah. Yeah. We, we, we beat Baylor. And, get, you know, which pretty much locked up a spot in the tournament. We go down. We go to the men's game. Um, they played Oklahoma state, I believe in the tournament yep. and we get back to the hotel and I spent the whole night on the phone with Callie Sanders and everybody's like, this isn't going in a good direction. And so a, you don't get to play in Kansas city. And then last year, you know, you're in your little bubble thing and it was surreal. And I'm glad we got to play. Uh, the big 12 did a great job of allowing us to play, but you're right. I mean, Kansas city is the most unique, special environment, the, you know, Jamie Pollard and Kelly Sanders are the two people that have banged on the table to keep these tournaments together mm-hmm. uh, longer than anyone even wanted to fight that fight. And uh, and with the enthusiasm of the men's team, it's it's going to be a great, like you said, it's a great event. No matter what happens, it's it'll be fun to. They better get the. They better get uh, the, the the bars in Kansas City. Better get ready. You know they, they haven't had to do this for a while, so I hope they're doing some marketing and and getting ready to get after it a little bit. Well, I have a tip, and I I actually gave my old man. He's this is what my parents are doing, Coach. They're going to go down to Kansas City for the week, and they got all session passes for the women's tournament. It's very affordable. And then, like, if the men play at a different time, then you go buy the individual one for the men's and like. Right, because th- those those tickets can get out of control in oh. Sprint Center with Kansas being there and whatnot. Like I, I would uh, if I was just going as a fan. That's what I would do. I would go to all the women's games and then hope that I can catch a men game and get a bargain ticket or something like that. Because yeah, oh, I, that, but, that's a great idea. Because I, I I think that's the way to do it. Unless you're just locked in and you want to go to all the men's games, but I mean the cost of that stuff thing is not worth it. Is a little prohibitive for most people. And so yeah, you just you, you go to some women's games if you want to or you know you just play that's the team I want to see. And there's always a way to get a ticket as you know. But yeah that that's a great piece of advice. And and if you're bored, go down the street to have a cold one down the street somewhere in plenty, the power and light district. Plenty of places for that. No doubt about yeah, that. Man. And I, I think too that municipals like it of all the games that I've covered, like arenas, that might be like one of my two or three favorites. I really just that place is just special. It oh, it's different. a great facility, and, and obviously it's it, it's got so much history. And you know, they, there's been a lot of great players and a lot of great teams that have played in there. And I always find it a little bit um, disturbing, or, or I don't know what the appropriate word is. That some coaches in our league are like, oh, we, you know. It's not nice enough. It's not this enough. It's not fancy enough. Well, if that's the case, we should never go to Fog Allen. We should never go to Cameron Indoor Stadium. You shouldn't go to those places, um, you know, if that's what we're worried about. But I just think it's such a cool event. The the facility, it's the perfect size for a women's tournament. You can walk over to, you know, uh, to the men's games. Yeah. Um, I, I think it's a great, great thing. The hotels are convenient. It, it just has a real, real tournament feel to it. And, uh, I, I think our kids are really excited. And like you said, Chris, 
I think our fans are going to be out of their minds because, <laughs> I mean, when you love to do something and our fans love to do that, like go to bowl games and yeah. when you haven't been able to do it for two years yeah. and you're ready to go now. And, yeah. uh, and I think it'll be, it'll be fun. And, uh, and hopefully TJ can you know, keep it rolling, get out of that first eight, nine game, which looks like they're heading that direction. So yeah. Yeah. that would help to save you an extra night of hotels and go down a day later and get after it. Yeah. I'm fired up. I miss the old days where it's like, and I, I, I love what I do too, coach. And I loved where it's like, all right, men's game's over. Now we got to start prepping for the women's game, right? It's just a, it's an unexplainable feeling. The the rush you get that was like four or five days down there, and oh yeah, yeah. And, and then no and and Iowa State fans, like you said, like they'll. It doesn't matter like how good the teams are. Like they've got their hotels booked years in advance to be at the big 12 tournament in Kansas city. And when the women are there, it's an extra energy. Like there's, there's never downtime. You've always got, you've always got a game to get to and a game to prep for. And yeah, it'll be fun. Well, okay. So before then you've got games left, right? Yep. And you, I'm, I'm not going to, I know you're a superstitious guy. I'm not going to talk too much about it. We got a championship to be playing for and thinking about here <clears throat> in the next couple of games. Um, but I, I, I think, Coach, too, my, my deal, I've got to travel with you guys some. I don't know this group as well as I have ones in the past, but I always tell people, like, women's basketball to me is like the – it's it's what amateur college athletics represent to me. Like, when I, I – we've – again, like, we'd, we'd land in Morgantown and your girls would go straight to study table. Like, that – I mean, it's like a real thing. I love this group, and I want them to be – rewarded not just for having a great year but i mean they they really like and i even think about last year like when dark times right like they brought a lot of light to a lot of people watching iowa state women's basketball play and i just i want to make a push for them and i want to get the stands as full as possible uh on saturday against texas tech at one but a huge one on monday night and uh, Baylor coming to town. It's a six o'clock tip. It's a little bit early, but I mean, that game could be, and I'll, I'll say this so you don't have to, that game could be for the big 12 championship on Monday night. And we, I didn't want to, I want to hammer this to people, how important this stretch run is for you guys. Now you have a road trip to West Virginia a week from Saturday on the fifth, and that is never an easy place to play. I've called way too many games in Morgantown to to take that one for granted. Even though you know the gun's coming, it yeah. still scares oh. a little bit. Oh, the yeah. is not even that guy shoots that oh, thing yeah. out. And you know it's coming. Yeah, and they turn the lights out too. So then, like, you just you don't know, like, where it's coming from. But, I mean, Coach, I, I, it's just been a – it looks like from the outside – Oh, this has been an easy year. The Cyclones have been breezing. It's been a challenging year. You had the, you know, the whole thing in the middle, uh, the COVID situation. Like, in, I didn't know how you guys would bounce back from all that, right? And it seems to me like the ladies have just really molded back together. And there wasn't like this, oh, two-week thing where we're out of sync because um, we didn't have everybody, right? Like, it's just been such an impressive year to me, and I want them to be rewarded for that. Well, I, I appreciate that. I appreciate you having me on. And um, it, it, this group has done a great job, Chris. And, um, you know, that was a hard week. I'm not going to lie to you. It was hard in a lot of ways, um, not just because we got pounded twice. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there's a lot of things that go into it. And, and we spent a lot of time talking to our team about 
there's a lot of people's lives have been affected by, you know, the COVID stuff and people have lost businesses and, and obviously people, have, you know, lost loved ones and missed graduations and weddings. And all right, we missed one week. Let's, let's bow up here and grow up and, and move on. And, and that only happens when you are connected on the front end. And, and, and that's the word I've used with this team a lot, Chris, is that it's, they're very connected. Um, they, they get along great. Uh, every team, when you're together as much as a basketball team's together, you're going to have your moments. I mean, you know, we love our kids, we love our spouses, but there's probably moments where it's like you and, you know, there's a little struggle there, but it yeah. doesn't mean you don't love them any less and you get through it. And our team has done that. Uh, they're very balanced on the court. They're very balanced off the court. Uh, they show up, they do their job. Uh, uh, I think we've, we've practiced like 111 times and I take really, really copious notes on every practice. And I think there's been two times, literally two times where I thought they just absolutely didn't show up. Hmm. Now I didn't, I'm not saying we didn't, there's a lot of days we didn't practice very well, yeah. but we showed up and we competed. And, and that's what I keep saying. It's like life. You got to show up, you got to compete, you got to do your job, learn and get to the next day. And it's, it's a, it's a tribute to how they've gotten to this point and, it's hard to believe we're down to the end. And, and, and just so you know, and, and you, you do such a great job with the fan base. I get a lot of emails that why are we playing at the same time as the men? We can't control. Yeah. As you know, TV dictates a lot of things yeah. in life. Yeah. Um, and unfortunately we both play at one o'clock on Saturday. So um, it doesn't matter yeah. anymore. You can do what I did last night. I mean, I, yeah. I didn't miss a minute of your game. Yeah. Um, and, and the men's game at lasted like four hours too. Your game was about oh. over by the time that, that thing ended. That, that we were, I was joking with Billy and Carp, and um, I'm like, well, the guys play at six, we play at seven, <laughs> and they were like, well, it ended about the same time because we're playing West yeah. Virginia. Yeah. It's like that might that is the most frustrating thing when I'm trying to watch our men play, and oh, the game yeah. before it is a West Virginia game. It's I'm awful. like, but you know, we're hey. Uh, We'll see you at halftime. Oh yeah, it's never going to start on time. No, ever. no, it's uh, it's very predictable, and it has been ever since they entered the league. I want to give a shout out to a young lady who she was just a freshman when I was working with you guys. Uh, is Morgan Kane in the development and just the pure effort? She was one of my favorites when I first met her, and I've just. I don't even want to say I don't want to say I'm surprised, Coach. You're not where yeah, you're you, at. You you can say that. Yeah, like maybe I am. Like, um, I think everyone everyone is saying that she. You're not where you're at without her, and she's not going to oh. get the uh, headlines, and she's not getting Big Twelve Player of the Week. None of that, but just the constant grind and hard work of that young woman to get where she is in such a big part of your team. I I just think she deserves some special recognition because she has been an incredible piece to this journey. Oh, no question. And, and again, that's a great observation. And um, when I was doing the radio show the other night, John Walters made a comment similar to that. And he said, Ames is turning into Motown. Um, <laughs> I mean, great. And Mo, Mo is just, she's one of those kids, Chris, that you're right. We were rarely didn't know what was going to happen. We, you know, we lost Chris and Scott our post game was going to be in flux and that kid has worked so hard and coach Dyer and coach Shabin have worked with our post kids every single day. 
And you're right. She's not going to be an all big 12 player. She, I don't know that she's ever been to a press conference, um, but there's no way we are where we are without her. And the thing that is, is really true, Chris is our team knows that too. Yeah. And, and, yeah. and, you know, the Ashley Jones is the Emily Ryan's the Lexi Donarski's of the world who, you know, the big three, um, they know how important Mo is. And, and it was really hard for her, you know, against Kansas. She didn't play. Yeah. Uh, she just got sick. I mean, not everyone who gets sick has COVID. She got sick. And, you know, she was texting me during the day, coach, I'm so sorry. And I'm like, come on, you know, and she had a hard night. I mean, but, but I think part of it too was our, our team really picked her up because they love her. They love her effort. Her and B together have given us a little bit of a combination. Uh, you know, you and I are both baseball guys and, um, you know, it's kind of bullpen by committee. Yeah. You know, closer by committee mm-hmm. kind of thing. And that's what we're doing in the post. And those two kids have been amazing. And, and, and without them, there's no way we're, we're having the season that we're having. First time I met Morgan, she had reached out to me wanting some help promoting a charity of hers uh, that she does with dogs in, in Utah, where she's from. I just want the fans to know how sweet of a heart she has. Has she ever... <laughs> Has she ever had like a, like giving you a dirty look or like, is she yeah. ever, cause she seems like I've never been around her where she's not just smiling. Like <laughs> she she's might all- be the only one that, no, that's, <laughs> that, that, that's, that's just not like, that's not like, like uh, Rod Bottle and Jeff Grummer do our TV show and you know, the B and G guys are the best. And they yeah, always joke great. about how like all the players are arguing with the ref and during the game and Mo's always like, Hey, how are you? And, <laughs> you know, are you having a good day? Where you know how you've been traveling? I mean, you know, and for the fans, uh Mo started a deal, a nonprofit with a friend of hers when she was in high school. Uh, they raised money to pay for service dogs for people. And I didn't realize and, and I'm sure, you know, people, there's a lot of people who did. I didn't realize how how expensive those dogs are. Very. The training, the, yeah. The training. And, and so that's kind of been her her deal. And, and she's worked it really hard. And she she's very invested in the university. She's in, on the, the student athletic council. And uh, she likes to be involved in a lot of things. Uh, you know, she's just, you know, that's kind of her family, too. They, you know, they did a lot of different stuff growing up. And. But she, uh, her personality is exactly what you see. You know, she's just, mm-hmm. you can always tell, you, and Cammy, you know, you would tell that too. You, the little kids are smart. The grandkids, my grandkids go right to Mo 99% of the time. <laughs> so that tells you something. Yeah. They go to Mo and Ash. That, that's, you know, She'd be a so good they babysitter. Know, they, know, they know great players for sure and yeah. a good person. And and just Mo just has that, come here, give me, I'll give you a hug kind of thing. And um, just a great kid, great person, great story. And, um, we've had a few of them over the years and this one's going to go down like the Jocelyn Anderson, yeah. um, you know, kids that just come out of nowhere that just do what needs to be done when it needs to be done. She's one of my all time favorites on your, on your teams. Like I, I just, I can't say enough about her. The other one is I tweeted this a couple weeks ago and I don't even know if it's true now. Uh, it was before she started getting a lot of run, but I, I tweeted, I go, Emily Ryan is one of the most underrated players I've ever covered at Iowa state in any sport. I don't, I know that you guys don't believe that. Cause you guys, you don't underrate her at all, mm-hmm. but I, I, mm-hmm. I truly like, I, she's finally getting some accolades, but 
I don't think it's been documented enough how phenomenal she has been this year for a Bill Finley team, especially that relies so much on the point guard. Right. I, I do, Coach. I think she's still underrated. I think that people are – hopefully March is kind of a national coming out party for her, but I'd take her over any point guard in the country. Yeah, I mean, she's, she's just amazing. And, and you're right. I, I do think she's a little underrated because you have Ashley Jones on your team. Yeah. Uh, you have Lexi Donarski who came in, highly recruited, um, great player, maybe one of the best on-ball defenders I've ever been around. And, oh, by the way, here's Emily Ryan, who just goes about her business and, and does it the right way. I think, Chris, the thing that that has changed in Emily is she's grown. Uh, you know, you come from dinky little Claflin, Kansas, graduated class of 14 to Big 12 basketball. And she gets through last year, and, and now she understands the game better. She understands the system better. She understands who she's playing against better. But for a kid to have gained – the trust of everyone in our program, everyone mm-hmm. in that short amount of time, it's, it's incredible. It's a, I, I told her parents, they need to write a book on how to raise a kid because it, it's just, she does everything with a sense of purpose. Um, it's always about everyone else. Every coach talks about we over me and sacrifice and all those things. And, and, and we all throw it out there praying that it happens once in a while. That kid lives it daily. And I came into work this morning and the lights go on. And I always know who's in the gym by the music they're playing. We don't have a, we don't have a lot of Tupac people here. (laughs) That's that's unfortunate. That's unfortunate. (laughs) We got a lot of, we got a lot of country, not a lot of George Strait though. We got, we got some of the country. I think that you don't like It's the, yeah, Um, the bad, but I always know who's in the gym and and, uh, Emily was here this morning, but uh, you, you want your point guard to be the leader. Um, and I've said this, you know, for our fan base, she reminds me of Brock Purdy, you know, maybe mm. a little undersized, maybe, but trust, trusted by the coaches, trusted by their teammates, go make plays. Every play they try and make is, is to help their team win. And, um, you know, she's done that for us this year and, and, and uh, it's nice to see her getting some attention. We don't have a, a ton of time left. I can't go through player by player, but I, I do want to look just into the, the NCAA tournament. Really, Coach, I mean, you're going to have a two or a three seed, more more likely than not. What You've done this enough. like so, so when fans on Selection Monday are watching, right, and regardless of what happens over the next two weeks, what, what do we need to be – Look, is this matchup driven? Like, what what's the type of team we want to see, you know, to to play in the Sweet Sixteen or whatever? What if you could drop like a hypothetical situation? What what type of team would that be? What's the perfect matchup for the Cyclones? Yeah, I think when the, when the bracket comes out, I've always said there's a no, there's going to be a number to your left, two, three, like the guys, seven, eight, whatever. Yeah. That number to me only determines what color jersey you wear. Mm-hmm. who's home, who's away. It's all matchups in the NCAA tournament. And for us, obviously the worst matchup is a Texas style full court pressing yeah. like a Florida kind of team would not be good for us. Um, you know, on paper, uh, if you're in the top four seeds, which means you're in the top 16 in the country, your first two rounds will be at home. So, so then you get a chance and then Moving forward, then it's, you know, then it's like, where do you go? You know, South Carolina will be the number one overall seed. Um, 
you know, after that, uh, who knows, NC State. But I think for us, it's more about, you know, team with dominating size or just overall physicality on the perimeter defensively would be bad matchups on paper for us. Well, we kind of caught that uh, the last time uh, with that Missouri State team. What, exactly what you're talking about. That team was completely underseeded. Like, I think they were like a 13. I don't even know what they were, but I we yeah. all knew. Go, I called that game, and we all knew going into that one that it was. Yeah, they were an 11, and they were. It's like last year, um, Loyola Chicago being an 8 seed yeah. and taking out Illinois. And everyone's like, well, Illinois was the number one seed. Well, Loyola would you know, was a pretty good eight. Yeah. And and that's what happens. It, it's not, and because it, especially in the women's tournament, they kind of, they have a right to move you one line up or down to, to fit the bracket. And some of that is geographical. It's a lot easier to get Missouri state to Ames than, you know, Colorado or, or, you know, Mississippi yeah. state or something. So that, that plays into it too, but you're right. I mean, some of those teams, and this year, we the women go to 68 teams, so there's going to be a first four. So you don't know how it's all going to shake out, but it's don't pay attention to the number to the left. Yeah. Pay attention to the matchups, and um, and I'm sure TJ would tell you the same thing. And that's where it comes in, and uh, guys like me will help you um, decipher those matchups. I, and last pub here uh, for my little promotion of you guys. There, there are few events – in Ames better than when the women host the NCAA tournament. It's a special feel. Hilton looks different, right? They they do – the court looks different. It's really neat. And I, I would encourage everybody to, when that comes out, to to buy up your tickets and bring your kids. Like, the, it's a special event. Like, there's no – there's nothing better. Right? Oh, we live for this. We live for no, the next, great. like, no, four is, weeks. It, like, it, this is perfect. It is, it is what it is. March Madness – NCAA basketball tournament is the greatest time of your life. And um, if you're a basketball fan and it is a great environment, we hope we are playing at home. Um, and if you, it, it is a great event to come to. It, it's well-run. Hilton does look different and you want to support it. Uh, you want to support the tournament. Obviously it's, it's tough for some people because it's spring break week. Yeah. I understand that, but there's also people coming home and there's other stuff going on, but I, I hope that people do if, if we if we're honored enough to to host a tournament game, uh, that they come out because I think they'll have a great time and uh, you know who knows where the guys will be. Sometimes their their travels a little harder. So uh, listen, I've been to yeah, we'll have a big crowd. I've been to one spring break in my life and I was miserable. I hated it because <laughs> I, I was in Mexico when the tournaments were going on and I was oh, like, yeah. what is yeah. what am I doing? Oh. I, I felt like a fish out of water, man. Like yeah. I, if you're if you're a basketball fan, spring yeah. break is I'll never do it again. Never sit in front of a TV or yeah, you know, go get your vasectomy. There you go. I was just going to get back and peace out. Let's go. Uh, last but not least, uh, we would be remiss to not mention Ashley Jones breaking the all-time scoring record. I, you know what, Coach? You know what game always sticks out to me? Lindsay and I called this game for you guys. It was in Iowa City her freshman year. I think she went one for ten one in that 10. game. Um, and I, uh, Ashley, you know. What's always interesting about her, you never, like, if she's happy, she looks the same. If she's mad, she looks the same. If she's sad, she looks the same. And I remember, like, after that game, like, I really did. Like, I, I talked to her and I, I patted her on the back and said, keep your head up. She was really down. She wanted that game bad. Mm-hmm. And it was like an eye of the tiger moment. Like, she was really intense with me. And I was like, okay, I'm going to back off here. Um, but I think about that game often 
how natural she looks out there now, how much the game has slowed down for her. And, but I remember going before that season, um, I brought my niece into, we watch watching you guys practice before a football game. And you and Billy both told me she could be the greatest that ever played here. And it always fascinates me when guys like you can spot greatness like that after a couple weeks of practice. How, um, I guess, walk me through when her breaking that record and what that means to you, a guy who built this program with his bare hands. What does that mean to you? No, I'm very proud of Ash. And I think the other thing, Chris, and not to say anything different or I'm not demeaning anyone else, but it, it, it's a little extra special because she's a kid from our state. Yeah. Absolutely. She's homegrown and she's one of us. She stayed home and, um, and, and, and did what she did. And, but she's done it the right way. She's worked hard. We have coached her really hard. We still coach her really hard. She accepts hard coaching. She wants to be a great player. She wants to be a great teammate. Um, sometimes people, I think, misinterpret because she is stoic. You know, she's yeah. not, she doesn't talk a lot. I, I joke with people that she's going to score more points than words spoken <laughs> in her four years here. And but that's just who she is as a person. But when you, when you see her with the fans, when you see her with their teammates, when she's, when she's in a comfortable position, she's going to be an elementary school teacher. She wants to be an elementary school principal. She'll be phenomenal at that because she cares so much about doing it right. She works her you-know-what off every day. Um, she broke a record of Angie Welly. Bridget was right there. And when you're, on, when you're in a discussion with Bridget Carlton and Angie Welly, that's a pretty damn impressive discussion and she's earned it. Uh, I think we've created a system for her. She's grown to get her into the right spots, but it's been a fun journey for her. And uh, uh, she's earned everything she's gotten. And it's been an honor to coach her. Biggest difference to me, coach, and I'm a dummy. I don't know basketball like you do, but from the outside, this team is built very well for her. Emily's the perfect point guard for her. Having Lexi on the wing just makes Ashley's job so much easier. And Ashley's I, I, thriving. Yeah, I, I told her, I said, as skilled as you are, she'll never play with two better players than she's playing with. Never. I don't care what level she goes to. I don't care where she becomes a pro. When you have those two guards that know when to get her the ball, how to get her the ball, can space the floor for her, um, it's it's she's never gonna she's never gonna say anything like it. And uh, I just told her, you better enjoy it. You better love every minute of it. It's like the play last night. I mean, Emily Ryan's driving to the basket in, in a transition, and ninety percent of the kids in America would just go in and make a layup. Yeah. Emily Ryan stops, pivots, and kicks it backwards to ask for a three. That doesn't happen. Yeah, in, in, on most teams, and and that's why I told Ash, you've earned it, but you got a lot of help, and you better, you know, it, it's a great thing to have that kind of help because we all need it. We all need that kind of help. But she's got two guards that. Um, She'll never replace, and uh, and she knows it. That's the good thing. She knows it. She she loves playing with those guys, and it's a really good trio and fun to coach. They all accept hard coaching. They all want to get better. They're they're hard on themselves, and, and they know what we're doing. And uh, I think our fans have really gravitated towards all three of them. Coach, I'm giddy. I can't wait for the next month. Uh, I'll have my little girls in cheerleading outfits in Hilton this weekend and on Monday night too. We're, I can't promise they're going to be sweet little girls on Monday night though. I might have them fired up. I'm going to, I'm going to let them going on a bear hunt. I'm going to let them drink some pop, you know, get a little there caffeine, get some sugar in them. We'll do a little con cone when we get there and just get them all, all sorts <laughs> That's of fired one thing. Up. 
I, I, I will say I, I, one thing I should have done when I got the job a few years ago, I should have had Gene Smith in my contract. I want to cut of the clone company. <laughs> well, I'd, I'd be, I'd be, be a rich like, man. I'd be, I'd be Jeff Bezos, you know, <laughs> with the clone cones, you know, holy cow. But uh, we appreciate you, man. You guys do a great job. It's always fun to listen to fanatics, even though your partners. Yeah. Well, you know, one of those guys takes all and kinds, he, right? And he, it's good. You're doing charity work here on earth, you know? <laughs> Andy's a Yankee fan too, but oh, uh, well, real no, quick. you guys are the best, man. It's fun. Are we going to have baseball? I'm getting fed up and this is hard for I'm, me. I'm, I'm at the point where we all need to come together and act like legitimately like boycott this crap. Cause I I'm, I'm getting I'm, really tired. I'm like you. I love baseball. I live for Cardinal baseball. I always joke about when I retire, I'm going to spring training, but this is insane. I'm sure there's issues, but come on guys. This is not, Coming out of a COVID year, this is what you're going to do. You're going to fight over, and I'm I don't know who's right or wrong, but neither do I. A, like no one leaves this office until this gets fixed, kind of thing. Like let's lock the door. Do you understand if they come out Monday and say we're getting rid of regular season games? There's going to be a lot of people say I'm out, I'm done, I'm not doing it. You, you, you mean, know I, what, Bill? It's terrible. It's it terrible. took my old man, the Royals. He's a Royals fan down in Southwest Iowa, and it took oh, him. Yeah them like getting competitive again before he came back after 94. Oh, like he, oh, it's going to happen. And, and you think some of these places don't care about baseball now. And even the ones that care a lot, mm-hmm. there's going to be some angry, upset people. When you look at the way the world is and baseball is not a sport. I mean, baseball is going the other way. It's hard to keep people into the pace of the game and young people. Yeah. You know, the NBA, like you're killing yourself if you don't figure this out. And I don't know. It sure doesn't look like it's going in a good direction. It's one of the reasons why I appreciate you so much, though, is you understand, like, none of this, none of, and I'm the same way. I don't have a job without fans, right? Like, fans fund, and they are everything. And I feel like this baseball deal, like, I'm watching it, and, like, I've always felt, too, and I kind of like the sports business stuff. Like, I think an MLB player has it a lot better than an NFL player as far as contracts go. And, like, you know, there's oh. no salary cap. Like, it's – I think they no have salary it. cap, guaranteed. You're not getting hit. Yeah. I mean, I um, mean some of these guys play a long time. Now you're going to get the DH. You, you, so, there's going to be a lot of Tom Brady's DH in, in Major League Baseball. And it's a pretty good – It's a, I, and I know it's a long season and they got to travel. I, 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 you know, and I know how we travel, so I don't – Yeah. People shouldn't – you're not waiting in lines at the airport. No. You know, eating bad airport food. You're traveling pretty nice. I, I just – yeah, you're right. I, I just don't think the – how they're going to explain canceling games, is, is, it's impossible. They're, they're not going to be able to do it. And they're going to lose some hardcore people like us that we're going to – they're going to have to earn their trust back and – I don't know that they can do it. I'm right there with you. And I'm as big of a baseball fan now as I ever been with my team winning the world series last yeah. year. And it's yeah. just yeah. like, they've already lost me though. Like in the sense that I like the hot stove league. That's as much fun for me as huh. the season the regular for how real. Come how come they're not just telling Freddie Freeman, you tell us how much you want. Jeez. Here's the, just tell us how much you want. Let's get this over with. And uh. You know, like, come on, you're going to let that guy walk out the door. <laughs> no, come on now. Uh, we got to be smarter right. than that, but, but we're going to, but we're going to boycott and strike, Yeah. but we're not going to pay maybe one of the greatest. I grew up with Dale Murphy, you know, Horner, yeah. Hubbard, that team when back when it was TBS and WGN were the only teams you could watch. It's Freeman and Chipper Jones in this, 
this like modern yeah. era. Like those yeah. two guys stand yeah. alone. Exactly. It's not even close. Love you, man. Thanks for your hey, time. Man. Be well. Appreciate you.